At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are off and running on what has turned out to be quite the eventful Monday evening, especially here in Las Vegas. That's Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer and Super Bowl champion. I am Tim Murray, and before we get to the breaking news of the evening, which is John Gruden's resignation as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, let's get you updated real quickly on Monday Night Football. 16-3, the Colts leading the Baltimore Ravens following a weekend, Sean, in which the books got crushed in the NFL. This is a... uh, not going to get it all back, but this is a good result for the books if this holds because not only was the world on the Ravens laying the seven, laying the seven and a half, teasers were either ending there, closing there, or starting there, money line parlays. So if this holds, Colts up by 13 right now in the third quarter, this would be a very good result for the book. It'd be good for me too because, yeah. as you know me, I couldn't help myself. Once I saw the world was on the Ravens, I said, yep, got to take those seven and a half points. I do have a Colts money line, and I in-game bet the total under 51 and a half. But again, I've been watching football all weekend. I thought I had a lot with the Panthers up 15 to six. And so I'm not counting any chickens before they actually hatch. Yeah, uh, Nebraska did me pretty nice. Uh, I ended up getting the three and a half, but... uh... Would have liked an outright win there uh, for the Cornhuskers, and you could just you could feel for Scott Frost. It's just one thing after another for Nebraska. But I mean, he mismanaged the end of the game. I mean, the clock management was bad. I thought the play calling left a lot to be desired be when they fum- really needed it. I just can't be fumbling though. Yeah, but it was the couple plays before that to put him in that situation of almost complete desperation to begin with. Like they had so many chances, in my opinion, to go ahead and close that game out and kind of establish. A lead that was insurmountable, but hey, take your hat off to Michigan. Still undefeated. They showed championship character. They went in a very rough environment. Things didn't go their way. Found a way to win. Shout out to your Notre Dame Fighting yeah. Irish. They did the same thing. Oof. I still don't know how that <laughs> how, how that happened. So we will we'll get to yeah. college football and everything uh, as Lamar Jackson's doing some dancing as he normally does. Uh, I think he just took a pop there too. So uh, just quick updates on this game before we get to the big news. Colts leading sixteen to three, uh, three right now. This one with uh, about 10 and change to go in the third quarter. Carson Wentz, two touchdown passes, one to Michael Pittman, one to Jonathan Taylor. So if you had Jonathan Taylor, anytime touchdown, like our good friend Brad Evans did, make sure to check out his plays. Free plays. You know, he always tells us his. He always puts them out there. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, 76-yard screen pass to the house. Uh, Not really rushing the ball all that well are the Colts. But right now, Lamar Jackson, 11-14, a buck 36 
through the air, 42 yards on the ground. So far, Colts have been playing well uh, defensively. So it is 16-3 right now, that one early in the third quarter. Baseball, Sean's Rays have come back, tied it up. I do. I We're down 5 nothing. I have a very large wager on the Rays to win the game outright. I also, in-game, bet the Rays plus 2.5 at plus 330. So Ooh. hopefully we can figure out a way to... Get this win, and it'll be a very profitable day. I hope so. Yeah. Pulling for your pockets over there. Absolutely. And uh, scoreless top of the second inning between the Giants and the Dodgers. That series even at one game apiece. Max Scherzer on the hill for the Los Angeles Dodgers. All right, on to the breaking news of the evening, and it is that John Gruden has resigned as the head coach of the Los, An- of the Las Vegas Raiders uh, just three Plus years into a 10-year contract, uh, he has stepped down due to uh, emails that have been unearthed uh, by the New York Times with racist, anti-gay language, misogynistic language in there, uh, talking negatively uh, uh, about the commissioner of the league, and he has resigned. So, you know, this is a uh, this is a, a, an unusual topic for us here as a betting network, right? We, you know, mm-hmm. things like this. We look at, okay, what does this mean for the Raiders moving forward? Uh, we knew Rich Bisaccia will be the interim head coach. That mm-hmm. has been uh, reported. So he will step in as the interim AC. You know, that it, what's interesting, Sean, uh, this is a staff with a lot of head coaching experience. It is. Gus Bradley. Gus Bradley, Tom Cable, yep. uh, Rod Marinelli. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of coaches on this staff that have uh, head coaching experience. I thought it would be Gus Bradley. I think you thought that way too, uh, the defensive coordinator. But, you know, Rich Bisaccia is a guy that, uh, certainly is has tried for jobs for quite some time. So, um, you know, you played for John Gruden, um, and this is, I think, surprising to a lot of people. But, um, you know, moving forward, what does this mean for the Raiders? Well, I also played for Rich Passaccia. Yeah. You know, and he's a guy, initially I was like, okay, Gus Bradley has been a head coach. But if you think about it, Rich Passaccia has been a guy that's been a finalist for quite a few jobs over the last five to seven years his name came up for both Cowboys openings, mm-hmm. you know, these last two times. And, you know, he's somebody, if he has an opportunity to take advantage of this and, you know, make the most out of it and hopefully establish the fact that he probably should have gotten a job somewhere else before this. Having said that, the Gruden situation absolutely has impacted the players. And the greatest evidence is the effort yesterday that they showed yesterday. I mean, they looked... I mean, undisciplined, they didn't have their normal energy. And as a professional, you should be able to go out and do your job. But obviously, the situation had become overwhelming. And this isn't a team that, in my opinion, especially with the injuries that they sustained this season, that's capable of not having everything heading in the right positive direction. So as much as it actually hurts me to see my former coach, who I actually won a Super Bowl with, you know, who I know for a fact, as least as much interaction as me and him ha- have had, I've never felt a racist bone in his body. But again, I think this shows the last couple years with everything that's happened, COVID, Black Lives Matter movement, these companies are being put in a position where if you say certain things, they can't operate and still have you as an employee. So you just have to be very careful about you know how you express yourself, who you express yourself to, and what you say, because it can and most likely will end up in the public eye. Having said that, moving forward, I think the Raiders are bet against the next couple of weeks. I think it takes them a couple of weeks to really get things going, get a understanding of how the hierarchy works now in this organization. I've met Mark Davis. Uh, he's a wonderful person. He's probably the only owner in the NFL where I don't think anyone in that building felt like he ran the show. This was Gruden's show. Mike Mayock was the general manager in name, but it was Gruden's show. So when you lose that kind of power vacuum, now, okay, who do I go to? Now, who is really the one running the show? Does Mark come and talk to the team? Does he reset the season? Does Basaccia take over? Do the defensive guys go to Gus and the offensive guys go to Greg Olson? Like, is there division within the building now about who is the actual real boss? So, As they work their way through that, I think the Raiders are a team that I'm probably going to try and fade the next couple weeks. But if Basaccia is as good as I think he's going to be as a head coach, at some point, 
everything will get established and this Raiders team can get things back on track. Yeah, Raiders yesterday uh, losing to the Bears and, and really just a, a all-around poor performance. I know you and I both liked uh, the Raiders in that spot facing a, a rookie quarterback in Justin Fields and the way the defense had been playing. So it was kind of head-scratching at the time, and now uh, it makes sense. as uh, I believe per the reporting out there, uh, players were made, made known of these uh, emails. Uh, these are coming from about 10 years ago uh, between John Gruden and then Washington uh, team president Bruce Allen. Um, and uh, now you, you look ahead to Sunday. They go to Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver coming off a loss. They're licking their wounds. They're 3-2. and two. They just lose to Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, comeback effort falls short uh, in, a, in a home game there. Uh, Teddy did end up playing. Um, so, yeah, this is a tricky spot. You know, right now you're looking at three and a half, a total of 44 and a half for the Denver Broncos being that favorite against uh, against the Raiders. You know, I know we, we were, I don't believe you've ever been on a team, Sean, where there's been a firing of a head coach midseason. Um, but, you know, try to put yourself in that locker room because this isn't just fired because of ineffective coaching. It's because right. of uh, something that, you know, personally could hurt you know some of these players the way that, that they think of their coach how how do you think they respond to this I mean you you've dealt with adversity in the league before how, how do you think the Raiders this week moving forward respond to all of this I don't know and, and here's why because if this would have happened in Tampa and we've got Warren Sapp mm-hmm. you've got Derek Brooks I mean you've got guys that are established elite players in this league who are vocal who have already established themselves as the leader of the ball club. If I asked you, who is the Raiders' leader from a player standpoint? Derek Carr? Not really his personality. Yeah. Also, very religious guy. Nothing wrong with that at all. But now, the guys that aren't as religious, do they gravitate towards him? So, um, again, I don't know who that person is. Um as the Indianapolis coach yeah, no, has got a turnover. We're, we're watching this right now. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson just fumbled at the goal line. I don't know if his knee was down, but uh, Darius... Isaiah Rogers, isn't that who that is? Yeah. Dar- Darius Leonard just picked it up, and while flipped running, it to Isaiah flipped Rogers. it to Rogers. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if this holds. We were, you know, we had our eye on the uh, on the screen there. I don't know if he was down. He was at the one-yard line, so this is a, a pretty significant scoop and score uh, so it was a read option, and his knee is, ooh, ooh. I don't know. It's going to be extremely close. So it was on the field, it was ruled a fumble. His knee almost touches. It looks like, Sean, it's coming. Oh, man. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. That is uh, that is really, really interesting. Also, right in the Rays game, they give up a, a double on an error with the first runner. They have two outs now. Guy was called out on a throw from center field at third base. is being reviewed as well. We got a lot going on on this Monday night. Giants and Dodgers also going on as well. A touchdown was scored. Review pending. We'll get you updated on everything you need to know. It is the Nightcap here on PC. Every day brings another opportunity to improve your sports betting knowledge. And the VSIN experts are working around the clock to give you the betting edge. Subscribe today to gain access to the full betting experience of our team of professional bettors, expert guests, and sportsbook insiders. Get the data and analysis you need to improve your sports betting IQ. Start your free trial today at vcin.com slash subscribe and take your sports betting game to the next level. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcap here on VSIN, coming off of a wild, wild weekend in college football and in the NFL. Buffalo Bills flex their muscles last night against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, here we are on Monday night. We have John Gruden has resigned as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Mark Davis has put out uh, a a one-sentence statement saying they have accepted the resignation. Uh, We're still waiting right now at this very moment, Sean, whether or not Lamar Jackson was down and they have just come back from the review, so we will see. Um, we don't have the sound on, so we're just waiting. And uh, Judging by Lamar Jackson's mannerisms, I think this is going to stand. But so, he hasn't put his hands up for the Indy touchdown yet. Yeah, so Darius Leonard picked up the Lamar Jackson fumble, and I don't believe... Yeah, so I think so it's going to go back no to touchdown. where... Yeah. So this is good for you. Yeah, because I have under. I don't want this game to... Yeah. <laughs> 16-3, I'm fine with. Yeah, so they're going to call. So Darius Leonard, I think his knee was down before he tossed the lateral. That's what we were wondering. So yeah. it looks like his knee was down. Leonard trips, and there's a lateral. Illegal lateral is what has been called here. So an illegal lateral has been called on the Colts. Even though I have the honor, that's a bogus call. How is that illegal? I mean, that's a bogus. That, that might be as egregious as the pass interference call. In the Chargers-Browns game? There were so many bad calls. I thought the, I mean, the back-to-back calls in the Chiefs game last night, Chiefs and Bills, if you had the Chiefs, which I did in our bankroll, well done. Um, If you had the Chiefs, it felt like here come the Chiefs, and then the the, the roughing, well, first off, the holding on the center was a bogus call on the Josh Allen scramble. Absolutely. Horrible call. And then... I think the roughing the passer was even worse. You know, I hope the email, I hope the refs get an email and hey man, just keep your flags in your pocket. Seriously, I mean, it's like these games I feel like are lasting for four and a half hours because of all the penalties. I, I mean, it's tough to watch and the some massive of these games and it's the massive lightning delays. Right. <laughs> but, but, I mean, I feel like the, like in the Raiders Bears game, I I really felt like they called they called about three penalties a series. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, it has not been not been ideal uh, officiating, to say the least. You know what I will say is I've got. Oh, there we go. There we go, Jonathan Taylor. I uh, I like to listen to smart people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, listen to Kenny, winner. Listen to Brad Powers, winner. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to listen to me. Yeah, sometimes you know, up in the air. So I like to listen to smart people. I listen to Brad. I Brad. Liked anytime touchdown on J- Jonathan Taylor. That was nice. And uh, first. we need some rushing yards here for uh, for Jonathan Taylor. So right now, 16-3, to three, that, Colts that, on the drive. That run alone didn't put him over his uh, game He was total? only at 10. He's at 29 right now. John Taylor? Yeah. 
He's oh, only that had... was that was considered a pass. It was a cast, yeah. Oh. Yeah, 76-yard yeah. pass. Okay. He's at, I need 58 and a half. It was close to being a lateral. The good news here is now he's running with some steam, and they're up, so we should get some more rushes from Jonathan Taylor. Your eyes are fixated on a baseball game right now. I'm watching a little bit of everything. Top right nine, five to five, Rays and Red Sox. This game was what, five nothing? Five zero. Facing elimination. Huh? Down two games to one. I mean, we deserve this game. We got blatantly cheated yesterday. Oh, uh, that was horrible. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, why wouldn't an outfielder just do that on Every purpose time. now? Yeah. Every time. It makes no sense. And uh, earlier today, the Braves took a 2-1 series lead over the Milwaukee Brewers. Surprising. Who cannot hit. You have a Braves win the World Series. I have you? both. Uh, Braves would be better because uh, I have Braves at, I think, I think it's 18-1. to Mm-hmm. Uh, Brewers was uh, eight to one during the season. I just like their rotation and and the back end of the bullpen, which uh, one of those two doesn't have uh, full strength anymore. Um, and then we've got the uh, we've got the showdown with the Giants and the Dodgers, scoreless right now in the bottom of the second inning. So uh, throughout the evening, obviously, we'll keep you updated uh, on what's going on with the Raiders situation. Uh, Rich Basaccia, he will take over as the interim head coach. Uh, the statement from John Gruden reads as followed. I have resigned as head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. I love the Raiders and do not want to be a distraction. Thank you to all the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raider Nation. I'm sorry. I never meant to hurt anyone. Mark Davis also put out a statement. Oh, uh, I have accepted John Gruden's resignation as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. The reason I gave a little gasp there because our guy Aaron Oster has a Mo Alley Cox. Nice. Anytime touchdown and uh, really, you know, Carson Wentz been throwing some nice balls. To so me. guess what I have? What do you have? I have a Carson Wentz anytime touchdown. Oh, plus eight hundred. A little quarterback sneak action, oh, a bootleg, maybe. Leg or scramble for a touchdown. That'd be all right. Uh, I hate to root against our, our great producer Aaron Oster, but I am pulling for number two. Uh, QB throwback would have been phenomenal. And Jonathan Taylor is going to say, forget all of that. I'm going to run into myself. So Jonathan Taylor picks up his second touchdown of the game. And the Colts now leading 22-3. to And, you know, sometimes I, I know fading the public uh, was not uh, advantageous for the first time this NFL season. It is, for me, the NFL has been far favor more favorable than college this year because... Uh, just of my mentality and, you know, the fishy lines and all of that. I mean, I, when it comes to college, I got the better of a lot of numbers, and most of them didn't play out to my advantage on Saturday. Syracuse came home, which was nice. Wake Forest, nice win as they stay undefeated. Um, but how, how about my call on FSU winning outright in North Carolina? <laughs> We get a text, so we get a text on uh, on Saturday uh, afternoon, and I mean, how long have you been busting my chops about betting on Florida State? Because I kept betting this Florida State football team, Sean. Hey, right when you let up, and as soon as I'm like, I'm done with them. They're you know now they're seventeen and a half point dogs to UNC. They won outright. They went outright, never in doubt. And then you uh, mistakenly, mistakenly called the victory. <laughs> You had FAU in a money line parlay. They laid and, down. And you said, uh, it said FSU. You played it off as if you knew. And then you're like, I was like, FSU? How would you do that? You're like, no, it's FAU. I should have like, just kept oh. quiet. I should have kept quiet. Oh, man. So, um, so 22 to 3 right now is the score. Uh, let's see if we can get a, I'll get you a live line here in just a second of this, uh, of this game. We're headed to the bottom of the ninth, I believe, with the Red Sox and the Rays tied at five. Um, who, who knows? I mean, the Raiders are now the first team with a coaching availability uh, mm -hmm. in the NFL. Many believed it would have been the Jaguars. Uh, it is not. Uh, by the way, the live line uh, looks like it is 12 and a half right now. So updated right now, uh, 12 and a half in favor of the Colts leading 22 to three. So the assumption of a touchdown for the Ravens is coming here in just a moment. Um, you've got a, not a young quarterback, but a, I don't know. I don't know what you define Derek Carr as. A solid quarterback, not a great quarterback, but he's had really some flashes this year, Sean. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very interested to see what the route the Raiders decide to go. How appealing is this it's job? It's a very appealing job. Um, first of all, you're in a state with no state income tax. Yep. 
So from a financial aspect, it's very appealing. It's also a pretty young roster, and it's a roster that's not full of established veterans, so you actually can put your stamp on it. But I'll say this from the Raiders' perspective. I do think whoever they hire is going to be someone that Mr. Mark Davis can control. Hiring a big personality, celebrity, even though he's a very, very good head coach in John Gruden, he was in control. Right. You it know, was his team. Right. And so I don't think Mark, who's still kind of new to being the, the sole owner, you know, uh, probably won't go in that direction. So I think you're going to hear names like Joe Brady and, and those kind of things, although Carolina has to keep play better. Sure. Now, granted, they have a built-in excuse, the best player and potentially supposed to be back this week. Supposed to be. I thought he was going to be back next last week. He practiced, <laughs> and all of a sudden he wasn't back. Uh, so I think it's going to be someone like that. You look at the last couple of hires, younger guys. What about Doug Peterson? I saw someone tweet about you know Mike Mayock's roots in Philadelphia. I I, I think that, I, I, I think Mike Mayock could be on the way out. Yeah, too. I was going to say I'm I, don't, not I don't know sure if he that, survived. That Mayock's going to be there. So yeah. You know, again, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I don't have a good feel for if it's going to be a complete overhaul. Yeah. You know, uh, up until the Bears game, the Raiders team was, playing well. was a much improved football team from the yeah. year before and doing it without elite personnel. Like, it's not like you look at this roster and, you know, Josh Jacobs probably was the best offensive player yesterday, but he hadn't played a lot. And you look at that receiving core. Darren Waller's really. Yeah, they're not. Know. Darren Waller was subpar. He's a. You could call elite from a talent standpoint sure. tight end. Yeah. yeah. But they're not just, they're not loaded with guys and dudes all across the board. So I think it'll be a younger guy. I think it'll be a younger guy. I don't know if it'll be a first time head coach, but it'll be a younger guy. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. 22 to 3, late third quarter. Colts as a seven and a half point dog leading by 19. Talk to Mike Sando from The Athletic. Get his thoughts on the developments tonight regarding the Las Vegas Raiders and John Gruden. It's the nightcap here on v At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Get in on Bellator 268 action for free with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. Answer questions about how you think it'll all go down on October 16th for your shot at up to $5,000. Head to DraftKings.com Showtime now to make your predictions before the fights begin. Who will be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight throne? Don't miss the light heavyweight World Grand Prix semifinals on Saturday. October 16th, live on Showtime. Terms and conditions apply and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It is the nightcap. Late third quarter. Colts leading 22-9. Two-point conversion, no good. Uh, but Lamar Jackson scoring a touchdown 22-9. No, sorry, Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. Mike Barton. It was a, a throw touchdown to Hollywood Brown. From touchdown Brown. pass to Lamar from Lamar to Hollywood Brown. Uh, Lamar tried to run in the two, and it did not uh, was not converted. Live line right now: Colts minus six and a half. A live total of forty four and a half. With the uh, dwindling final seconds of the third quarter. Breaking news of the Knights is that John Gruden has resigned at, as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders after more emails were unearthed by the New York Times with racist, anti-gay language uh, in those uh, emails. And, uh, you know, what does it mean for the Raiders moving forward, uh, especially in the betting market? Let's talk a little bit more about it. We bring in Mike Sanders. who been covering the league for quite some time. Does fine work with The Athletic. You can follow Mike on Twitter, at SandoNFL. Also check out the Football GM podcast uh, via the Athletic Football Show. Um, Mike, this is, uh, I mean, this is surprising news to come out here on a Monday night. Um you know, we, we initially got that first rush of it last week, and now more has come and, and has led to the resignation. You know, what does this mean, in your opinion, for this football team moving forward? We know Rich Bisacci is going to take over as the interim head coach. You know, a week to prepare now for the Denver Broncos with uh, with a lot going on, and you know when the media gets in there, no questions are going to be about the Broncos. So how does, in your opinion, the, the Raiders respond to all of this noise? Well, just purely from a football standpoint, uh, they've got two head coaches, at least, on their staff, right? Tom Cable on the offensive side and Gus Bradley on the defensive side. So those guys can be the head coaches of their sides of the ball. Uh, and from, so I think from that standpoint, they have leadership guys who've done it before. And obviously, it's a challenging situation. And the mind is not going to be on football. Um, so that could have even affected them against the Bears, right? And they basically get through two games and then they've got a bye week to kind of find themselves and figure out probably exactly what it's going to look like. But in the meantime, the league doesn't wait, right? I mean, it's not like they're going to postpone the games. Mm-hmm. They're going to play at 425 PM Eastern on October 17th in week six against Denver. And their special teams coach is going to be the head coach. Uh, but like I said, they've got head coaches on both sides of the ball. So I would think they're in better shape than, than most teams. Yeah, you've got Gus Bradley, as you mentioned, Tom Cable, uh, Rod Marinelli also has. Some oh yeah, coaches. Rod. Yeah, uh, and then you know Rich Bisaccia too. You know, Mike, I don't believe anything happens by coincidence. This had to have been something that some people in positions of power had knowledge of. Just the timing; yeah. it comes out the week of the game before the bye week. Mm. Have you heard anything behind the scenes about how long? The NFL has known about these emails? Uh, no, but I, my thought was since there were so many people that he was saying these things about, from owners to commissioners to heads of the Players Association, I would imagine that more and more people began to know, right? So there's an investigation that happens, and then pretty soon, did you hear this? Did you hear that? I think that word starts going around, and then here we are, but who knows how how many people knew, how many people knew the extent of it. Um, I think we're all just trying to process that, wow, this this just happened. You know, when you saw the New York Times piece, I, I thought, this is, there's no way he can lead the team. I mean, he's done. And, and it's just like absorbing the, 
This is somebody who everyone joked about 10-year contract. Done, just right now. Yeah, as you talk to Mike Sando, uh, writer for The Athletics, been covering the NFL for a long, long time. You know, it's it's early, and I, I think we're, I mean, it's, you know, before any of this started to, to come about, you know, there were questions here in Las Vegas about, okay, is this a make-or-break season for the Raiders and John Gruden and Mayock and, you know, all of that. You know, we, we were just kind of thinking, okay, so what does this mean for Mike Mayock? I mean, I know it, we're, we're all speculatory now, and not to say that Mayock had anything to do with these emails. He obviously didn't, but uh, it was kind of thought they were a bit of a package deal, right, Mike? And, and you know, the, the, the drafts haven't been phenomenal uh, since he's gotten here. Do you think the seat has gotten hotter uh, potentially for Mike Mayock with this uh, resignation tonight? Probably. I mean, but I, I thought that John, if a team didn't have great success this year, uh, we all knew that John Gruden would be the last one to go, the last one to be blamed. And it would be hard to blame Derek Carr because he's played pretty well. So I thought the natural thing to have happen this next offseason could have been something with the front office, the personnel people. Um, and so now those folks get to work the rest of the year, probably without what interactions with John, which probably are stressful for them. And they figure out what's going to happen after the year because it's got to be a new, it's got to be a clean slate, I would think. Mike Sando here on the nightcap from The Athletic. He's a senior NFL writer. Mike, moving forward, uh, Rich Basaccia is a name, you know, that has been mentioned, you know, in quite a few head coaching searches. What's your opinion on him? And also, if it's not going to be Rich Basaccia, how much of a destination is this Raiders job? And what do you think of the overall talent for whatever coach inherits, inherits it? I think it's got to be a pretty good job. You know, I think it would have been tougher. It's a tougher job when Al Davis was there, right? I mean, he was hard to deal with. But, you know, Mark Davis, people make fun of him, make fun of his hair. But he seems to be growing into a little bit. You know, they, they, he got a stadium built, right? I mean, his dad didn't do that. I know time for change and all that. But I feel like that's a good spot. You know, it doesn't. you don't get the feeling that Mark Davis is calling you at 3 in the morning and telling you to run more blitzes on third down, right? I mean, and he's not a football guy like in the draft, like Al Davis was. So, uh, and Vegas, great destination. Got a, got a stadium. I mean, I think it's a really good place. As far as Passaccia, I, I don't know if they're going to keep somebody from the John Gruden staff, right? After this, uh, you'd think there's a good chance that, you know, though they'd be fresh. And there's a lot of people out there you can consider. I mean, uh, you know, Raheem Morris, uh, who actually worked with John years ago in Tampa, but isn't associated with him. Doug Peterson's out there who has had success. Uh, Kellen Moore is a name. You know, Jim Caldwell would be a cleansing leader. He's a great leader, a little bit older, you know, and so you, you'd want to investigate that. But I always thought he did a great job with quarterbacks, was a calming influence on quarterbacks. Uh, did a good job with Matt Stafford there for a while. Could be a good fit with uh, with Derek Carr. You know, there's there's up and coming people like Gerard Mayo's player. You know, uh, in New England and is on the rise. There's recycled names like Josh McDaniels or Joe Brady. Maybe he's up and coming, right? I think there's just a lot of people. And Eric Bieniemy. We didn't even mention Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. He's the number one <laughs> yeah. guy we've been mentioning, and he's right there in the division. But you could. You get time now. You know, usually what happens is you fire somebody, and yeah, maybe for a couple of weeks you've been thinking, but it's rare that you have a job that's kind of open for um, all of October, November, and December. You know what I mean? That's a lot of time to have the vacant sign out there and to be able to have conversations and figure out what you want to do. So um, that gives them a chance to be really thorough and be ahead of the curve. Um compared to other teams who now don't know if they're going to be in the market. Yeah, two jobs that Lane Kiffin's been fired from are both available <laughs> right now, USC and, uh, and the Raiders. Popcorn. Um, I, hey, hey, Mike. You know, i got to tell you this. The best line I heard talking to an exec tonight, he goes, man, there's no one happier than Urban Meyer right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's hey, sipping yeah, wine on the couch at home right now going, whoo. Got that? I got off the news cycle. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, he's looking for two fifty, two fifty. You know, let's. Uh, let's get yeah. it. Uh, oh man, we we could we could go. Yeah, there, there were odds out. You know, there were odds in uh, let's just say foreign lands, uh, Mike. That uh, 
predicted who would be the first coach fired, and Urban Meyer by far away was the favorite. So uh, those tickets will not be cashing. It is John Gruden first to depart. Uh, real quickly, you only got about 30 seconds here, Mike. Do you think the bottom falls out uh, a little bit here with the Raiders? Um, that's a great question. Um, I don't know if it falls all the way out and they just come apart, but I think, yeah, I think they're going to fall. I think we saw some signs of that, and we'll just see what the leadership they get from the people that are there, but I think they're vulnerable. He is Mike Sando, does phenomenal work covering the league, and uh, we appreciate on a night like tonight, Mike, we know you're busy. We appreciate you jumping on. Thank you. There he is, Mike Sando from The Athletic. 25-9, the Colts lead. The Baltimore Ravens will get you updated on everything, including a stunner in Boston. It's the nightcap. You're on VSIN. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps you find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, live from our Circa Studios in downtown Las Vegas. That is Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer and Super Bowl champion. I am Tim Murray. Uh, Sean sweating a little bit as the Ravens on the move. 25-9, <laughs> the Colts leading the Ravens at this moment in time. Live line sits at DraftKings minus eight and a half in favor of the Colts. Uh, your live total uh, right before this play took place, 47 and a half. So you're still uh, above where it is, but yes, I, I know where you're standing and there's a touchdown. So it's never easy, Sean. There's a flag, but Ooh. My, more, my, my concern is like the Colts are giving it up in chunks. I mean, make them, you know, have to put a drive together. I mean, you're giving up. 20 yards of completion. But again, this is Lamar Jackson. I never thought that he'd quit. And we got uh, holding, yeah, on, holding the, on the defense. Only so on the defense. Touchdown stands. All right, what I need right here, I got over 58 and a half yards for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, we're sitting at 45 right now. Mm-hmm. The issue is Marlon Mack, when he's touching the ball, your guy yeah. is and running balling. it good. Yeah. Five carries, 47 yards. So uh, in, in Naheem Hines, you know, he's a great. Uh, receiver out of the backfield, but hopefully Jonathan Taylor's grinded out here, Colts, a little bit. And hopefully we can get Marlon moved. Uh, He wants out. Yeah. Uh, I've called a couple of my guys around the league. He's an outstanding person and player. Uh, Two-point conversion is good. So we now have a one-score game, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Andrews getting the two-point conversion. He also caught the touchdown pass. Mark Andrews having himself a day. Nine catches, 129 yards for the Ravens' tight end. Excuse me, Hollywood Brown, five catches, 72 yards, and that big touchdown reception of 43 yards. So the uh, the Ravens starting to get it going here. Lamar Jackson, 326 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, they've pretty the, the Colts so far, Sean, have done a pretty good job uh, bottling up the rushing attack and, of course, getting that fumble right at the goal line. Uh, that has been the difference maker. But it is now an eight-point game and with 938 to go. This will be devastating for the Colts. If they lose this game? Oh, yeah. This, oh. this would be devastating. This is a team one and three that hasn't really found their footing, a lot of expectations. They've dealt with a lot of injuries. But before the game, the head coach, Frank Reich, he said, I think we finally figured it out offensively. He was like, they, they've kind of, because of all the missed time with Carson Wentz, he was like, they're finally in the groove. Everybody's learning and understanding and now knows, you know, what to do schematically. So, for them to play as well as they have, if they don't find a way to win this, I mean, it's going to be a huge disappointment. Yeah, right now the Colts sitting at one and three. The Titans winning yesterday. Uh, they are three and two, and and they've beaten them head to head already. Um, now they'll play again later on in the season. But yeah, the loss today. If the Colts were to lose, because you look at what's next for the Titans in the AFC South, it's a Monday night showdown with the Bills. Mm-hmm. Then you play the Chiefs at home. Now, you might be able to score on the Chiefs, but uh, who knows if you'll be able to stop them. And then you get the rematch with the Colts. And then that, that I mean, the next four-game stretch, look, if, if the Colts win tonight, folks, you're a game back, and the next four games for the Titans, Bills, Chiefs, 
Colts on the road, Rams. Hmm. That ain't that ain't easy. And you know, I'm a AFC South uh, owner of uh, Titans to win this division. So a loss tonight would actually be nice. Uh, I mean, I do have Colts plus seven and a half too. So I'm a little conflicted. I think the Titans are the, what are they three and two? Yeah, the worst three and two team in the league. Yeah, I mean, it's just when you watch them play, it's yeah, this team ain't going far. It's just a matter of time. They lost to the Jets, and they weren't even. It wasn't even really competitive at all. They, I don't know how I mean, they came back. Look, I, I know, still don't know how they won the Seattle game. I know you might be saying, "What are you talking about, Tim? They, they they tied the game up." Yeah, they were very fortunate to tie that game up. How, how about my guy Zach Wilson throwing the screen to the back of the uh, tackle's head? <laughs> I know you probably still asleep Sunday morning. But oh no, I was up. That game was full of comedy. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, and uh, you know what happened in that game? Kyle Pitts actually caught a pass. Yeah. Wow, he Some, caught a touchdown. Hallelujah! Wouldn't you know it? <laughs> Get draft the guy fourth overall, and maybe uh, you'd, you'd throw him the ball a little my bit. My guy Zach Wilson. <laughs> uh, we got a lot to get to as the night goes on. Uh, keep you updated with baseball uh, as well. Unfortunately, Sean, you know we make futures bets, yeah. and they don't always come home. It's nice when they do. Yeah. Uh, you were in a good position. You had a good number. But the Rays are ousted by the Tampa Bay, or excuse me, by the Boston Red Sox. Final score six to five. Rays overcame a five nothing deficit. Yeah. But ultimately, the Red Sox get a sacrifice fly in the bottom of the ninth inning, and they are moving on to the ALCS, which should have been the third out. The first baseman muffs the throw, and the guy's safe at first. So it should have been two outs. There's only one. You know, then. You know, the Red Sox still second. I still don't know why we didn't just intentionally walk the batter and load the bases so at least we have a double play possibility. But, hey, we're going to have to go back to the drawing board. Um, it's hard when you can't afford elite starting pitching to always be right on the young pitchers. Mm-hmm. And I think we kind of ran into that. You know, Shane pitched outstanding in game one, and after that it kind of was we were having to get into our bullpen really early. So, a hey, good season for the guys. We want us another division crown, regular season. You know, uh, we'll be back next year. We'll be back. Six to five, the final score of the Red Sox moving on to the ALCS. Uh, they hosted the wild card game, of course, beating the Yankees. And then uh, they have now uh, defeated the Tampa Bay Rays. You know, Jonathan Taylor catching passes. I'm all for it, man. Congratulations. Do that. Maybe take the handoff. Yeah, the lack of defense in this game is appalling. I just don't know what to think about the Ravens. You know, they're 3-1 and one, uh, right now. They are losing by eight at home. Uh, they have that really great comeback win against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They had the blown lead against the Raiders. Um, you know, the Cleveland Browns are, are playing good football, but, you know, one of the most entertaining games of the weekend, Sean, uh, you and I both... Uh, like the Browns in that spot, and uh, I had them straight up on the money line, which didn't come home, obviously, and I had a teaser with the Browns in it, so that was nice to bring that one home. Um, but you know, what do we make of this division as uh, the Ravens are going to get called for a horse collar, I believe, there? This is there. a terrible call. I mean, absolutely awful. Like, when you see this tackle, I mean, I don't know what else he could have done. He didn't hit him in the head, as far as unless he grabbed his face mask and we can't see it. I think they're going to call a horse collar. Oh, yeah, this is tragically bad call. Harbaugh, Jim, John Harbaugh is not happy. Yeah, I don't blame him. I mean, I, I really, there's no explanation that the referee could give as to why this is a personal foul on Houston from the Raiders. I mean, from the Ravens, yeah. Like, when you watch this replay, I just, I mean, I don't know. I can just tell you, some of these refs, man, I just don't know what do they see. Like, I mean, what what is he doing? He's got two hands on him. I mean, how is that? You know what I mean? I mean, I guess he's got like, his left hand on his hip. Yeah, but he's grabbing him by the, the yeah, collar. Horse collars when the guy's running away from it's it. True. It's true. Because like, I thought we saw it. Uh, I thought inside the tackle box you were allowed to grab players. Like I, I don't mean, know. Some of these refs, man, they should be investigated. Here we go, Jonathan Taylor. Keep on churning. The only good thing about Keep this on is churning. hopefully Carson Wentz, if they do score, will be the one that runs it in. Yeah, it'd, you've it'd got nice any, you've got any time touchdown on yeah, that, it'd right? Be nice to hit that. This this would be uh, this could be nice if if we get a, a clean sweep here. We got Jonathan Taylor just to run there for fifty two yards. I need seven more, seven more yards. Got seven minutes to go. Assuming 
at the 20-yard line. Should get another run here. First, uh, second and three. Colts have been past half. Jonathan Taylor's had himself a day. He has. All catching the ball. Yeah, 116 yards. Uh, I go back to him. Oof. I'll be third and one now for the Colts uh, as they lead by eight. 28, 25 to 17. Over under now. Now it's starting to get a little worrisome for you. Live over under, Sean, is 51 and a half. Oh, we're done. We're done. So you got what, under yeah, 50 and a half? It's over because the Colts can't stop the Ravens. So no matter what happens here, I fully expect Lamar Jackson and the Ravens to, to score. So the Red, uh, Red Sox, the first team to advance on to the championship series in either league uh, as they defeat the Rays. Uh, right now, 1-1 one to one is the series. 0-0 zero, zero is the score between the Dodgers and the Giants as a timeout is called by the Colts. Uh, bottom of the fourth inning, uh, Alex Wood on the hill for the Giants. Uh, Max Scherzer pitching for the Nationals, able to get a scoreless inning. And usually when Max Scherzer can have a scoreless inning, it's usually on for Max yeah, Scherzer. You, you didn't go to uh, run I, in the first tonight. I, I did see. not. He's already, you know, Aaron, <laughs> did you play it? He didn't play it. You know what Aaron said to me? What? He goes, I kind of like Max Scherzer, over seven and a half strikeouts. Where's He's he got eight through four. Nice. Nice. Good bounce back spot for him. Yeah, he's, he's been dealing. Scoreless, bottom of the fourth out in L.A., 25-17 in Baltimore. Colts leading the Ravens. It's the nightcap here on BC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.